Chance up, shooting shots, they just want me to fade. But my game made when I'm getting buckets today. Cross over, pull up, bet you fall for the hesit. Game seven, prime time is butterflies on your belly. Now, can you do it? Falling under the pressure, boy, can you do it? Is you going strong, who better? Don't let the game slip and don't get caught in the lights. Crown me, yeah, Jordan taking off on the Baby, flight. Baby, give me the rings, fine, now we the champions. We the champions. I do my thing right now when it can be done. They said it can be done. Give me all the rings right now. We the champions. We the champions. I do my thing right now when it can be done. Yes, sir. What's going on? It's your boy AB, and welcome back to another installment of the Great Open. Gym podcast, y'all. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, man? I'm happy to be here once again with my co-host for this hour, Zig the Artist, and my man Just Zach. Man, I'm happy to be here. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing today, man? Tonight, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another day, another day. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> you don't seem too enthused. It's like, nah. <laughs> nah, man. I, I see, I see. It's <laughs> one of them nights. I, he said, oh. <laughs> nah, man. It's, 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 it's going to be a good time, though, man. It's going to be a great, 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 great time, man. Um, So we're just going to hop right into it, man. Welcome to Open Gym. Uh, we here. It's your boy, AB. Um. Fellas, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on in the NBA, in the NFL. Uh, 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 just, just, it's, it's a good time uh, for sports right now, essentially like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be a part of this. I'm honored to, uh, to, to really be able to make my mark and and, and, and be with you guys and and discuss. Uh, everything that that goes on throughout all that that is sports, essentially like that, man. And we here again, and I'm just start this off like I always do, man, with a little little segment just to get things going. Because did you guys know today is February fourth, right? Uh, it was some. It was huh. I just want to bring up the Eagles Super Bowl. Oh, no. Listen, 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 listen. Today is the February 4th. But before we even get the deck, did you know? I, I didn't even realize it, though, that it had it been this long, though, that uh, Facebook was, was even born, essentially, like that was founded today in 2004. Uh, on February fourth in the dorm room in Harvard, like we talk about the internet, where we, like you said, we stream, we streaming right now. You got the the metaverse that's coming and uh, everything that's going on with technology, and it's just it's, you you think like, uh, and Facebook was like a key part of that. It was like one of the OG uh, uh, sites. I mean, obviously, you know, you got like your uh, MySpace and stuff like that, but like once Facebook implanted is implanted its itself itself. Rather, that's when you seen uh, like the internet take off. It was just like, oh snap! Like this internet stuff, crazy. So that's that's kind of dude that, like I said, that's just what was that like eighteen years ago, two thousand four was it two thousand twenty? Yeah, eighteen years ago, uh, Facebook was founded in a dorm room. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, 
uh, in, in at a Harvard dorm room. So that's that's kind of dope. And then also, listen, listen, you got uh, 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 six days. You're six days away from the trade deadline, which is February 10th on the um, uh, in February February 10th on a Thursday, rather. Then we eight days away from the Super Bowl. And since we're talking about Super Bowls. And Zig already uh, 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 stated already <laughs> uh, four, four, four years ago, four years ago today. Yeah, it'd be the fourth. It's the fourth year uh, anniversary of uh, the Eagles Super Bowl. Man, I'm listen. I'm an Eagles fan, so y'all. At times, you're gonna you're gonna hear about my birds. My birds going to going to get some 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 spotlight and some national attention, essentially like that. But yeah, man. Uh, four years ago, Super Bowl, man, underdogs. Uh, you know how we went the, the the speech at the parade. Uh, Lane Johnson with the dog mask. We were underdogs in every game in the Super Bowl. I mean, in that playoff against the uh, uh Vikings, against the Falcons, and obviously against uh Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. We uh underdogs in there as well, and we went on to win with our backup quarterback, uh, and and, and Nick Foles and Dougie P, our co- coach who actually, uh, recently today. Uh, got the job at uh, uh, in Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars, which yeah. is which is actually kind of dope. I do want to say that. Yeah, I do want to say that. Shout out Dougie P, man. I hope um, I hope he gets a lot of success in uh, in Jacksonville. Um, that's a hard team to really like build up. <laughs> yeah, he built, he he built us up and got us a Super Bowl in his second year. So Thanks. shout out to him. Good luck to him. I hope he has the much most success. Um. Going forward with that, yes, sir. Uh, like I said, speaking about that that Eagles Super Bowl, I know I know Zach. He isn't necessarily a, a, a <laughs> Eagles fan right now, but I mean, just for my my sake, I I just want to relive that moment right now with you guys, man. Uh, I I got the call. It's it's, it's a, a Merrill montage. Merrill Reese uh, is the radio personality that calls the Eagles games every week. Uh, and I got this this little video from uh, WIP Sports Network, uh, this audio rather I should say, man. They did a montage of the whole Super Bowl moment against the Patriots, man. And I just wanna just wanna sit here and just relive that moment with you guys, man. Like I said, February fourth is the fourth year anniversary, man. So uh, we gonna check that out, man. We are gonna be right back with you, man. Let's relive Super Bowl Fifty Two, Eagles versus. The New England Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Let's get it. Welcome to Super Bowl 52. He's back. He steps up. He is going deep. And it is caught by Alshon Jeffrey for a touchdown. Oh, what a great catch by Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, I'm a He comes right back to one. He told us that he was going to stay aggressive. He loves us. Moves to the run. It goes directly to Clement. Clement reverses it. And the pass goes into the end zone. To Nick Foles. And Fold. it's a touchdown by Nick Foles. And so he falls on the team. Touchdown! Oh, get Draper! This play call has a chance to be remembered as one of the all-time greats. And that's something we've been working on. And Doug and I were talking. He's like, let's just run it. And Matt Patricia, defensive coordinator for New England, he's over. Scratching his beard. He is going deep and is it a touchdown? It is. It is a touchdown. A 22-yard touchdown to Clement. This is 
crazy. I've been dreaming about this moment, and I can see what it feels like. Looks, fires out in the butt, running with the football, and coming up close to another first down is Aguilar, and he picks it up. Aguilar tonight has stepped up bigger than ever. Back goes full, fires, slant, touchdown! Zach Ertz, he caught it, he bobbled it, he never let it drop, and he finished with the football. If they would have overturned that, I don't know what would happen to the city of Philadelphia. So glad they didn't overturn it. Boy, if the Eagles could come up with their one turnover of the game right here, that would be ceiling. Brady back again. He stepped up, he's hit, and falls forward, and it. he fumbles the football, and the Eagles have it. It is recovered by Barnett. Brandon Graham rips the football out of the hands of Tom Brady. With 209 remaining to be played. And boy, oh boy. to Eagles fans everywhere. Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, the GOAT, a legend. That's his name is Stone. It's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's how what it is done. That's been this team all year. And they're bringing back the Lombardi Trophy to Philadelphia. Broad Street getting ready. We are having a parade. Absolutely unbelievable. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, man, man, oh man, that just that just that just, that just brings that just brings chills to my body. Uh, I'm just you see, I'm just I'm smiling from ear to ear with this thing right now. Like that was like one of the most greatest days of my life. Cool. You make you make a Zach Maddis shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, listen, February 4th, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, listen, that's it, 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 that's history right there. That's the very first Super Bowl by this by this city, man. And I, I was glad I was be able to, to witness it and then be a part of the festivities that, that came on afterwards, man. Uh, yeah, man, I mean, just just real quick, uh, where, where, where was you guys at? Uh, what were you doing? Uh, at least, like, what, what was your what was your night like when it came to the to the Super Bowl for sure? Um, I'll, I'll start because I know like Zach's not an Eagles fan, so I, like <laughs> we had to beat his team to get there. So I'll start. Um, I was home, man. I was on the left side of the couch. Left side. You know what I mean? I, listen, I had to stay in the same place all so year. Specific. <laughs> no, because I had to stay in that same place, like. If I, it was one game we lost, and, and I was like upstairs, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, for sure, I gotta stay on the left side of this couch. <laughs> that know, superstition uh, uh, popping in. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it was like that. I, I dead ass almost shed a tear, man. I couldn't believe it. Like, all the trash talk, all the Eagles ain't never getting no rings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the y'all ain't got no chance. Like, it just it just disappeared in, like, one moment, bro. It was it was definitely, definitely a happy-ass time in my life. For sure. Right. I mean, we got the we got the the man on the other side of the lines of that thing. How was how was how was that how was that day for you, uh, 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 Zach? How was that day for you? I was actually at a Super Bowl party. Mm. Really good. <laughs> but I was rooting for y'all. Don't tell nobody yeah. else. But I was rooting for y'all. Like I still had that Atlanta game in mm. my memory mm-hmm. about. Tom Brady coming back, but then it was just something about that Nick Foles going down the field and just seeing Tom Brady get hit and just sit on his butt. Like I, I was okay with it. Like I was hurt, but I was like Vikings losing or Eagles smashing Tom Brady to get a ring. Because I remember that year, North Carolina. That year, Donovan tripped into the Super Bowl and y'all didn't score before halftime. And I was mm-hmm. So you, you had to you I had to sit there and remind us of that though, right, huh? We talk about the good times. You sitting there reminding us about that. That's for sure. That was that was a Carson Wentz ring though. I ain't even gonna hold you. Nick Foles yeah. came and did his thing. He but did. if it wasn't for Carson Wentz, bro, we would not be nowhere near the Super Bowl. Facts. I ain't even gonna cross. Facts. Facts. I, I, I agree but with that for sure. Day, I agree, but at the end of the day, Nick Foles! And it's just like... <laughs> and he put a statue out front of the, the, the stadium of him. Yeah, yeah. I, like, how did Nick Foles get a statue before Donovan? Donovan. <laughs> well, the only... The only good thing is it ain't by the team, so whether it isn't like the official statue is by Budweiser, they made one. Yeah, yeah. So, but that that the man, like I said, that day, same thing. I was with some, I was with uh, family and friends. Man, it was it was a good time, a great time actually. How long like, taking the clear out of Broad Street. I don't know, but I was there for most of it. <laughs> That's for sure. I was down there wilding, bro. It was it was crazy, yo. It was it was. I don't even, bro. That that night was such, just a blur essentially, because it was just like so much going on. But it was it was it was amazing. Bro, the pictures I got, it 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 filled up my whole phone. I I had to delete everything out of that jaw, dog. Like it was it was breezy. But uh, I mean, like I said, February February fourth Super Bowl, man, great time. Uh, thank uh, WIP for that sound, that Meryl montage, man. Really brought back a lot of memories. It run, it really brought back uh, a lot of stuff that um, that really, that really just, that really, it it really just brought back a lot of just joy, uh, happiness. Uh, everything that that came along with that, John, man, it was it was just it was Can just. Can I say one thing? What's that? Can I say one thing? What's up? That was the first time in Philadelphia history that black people and white people got together <laughs> and nobody fought each other or killed each other, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, made it out of scary, bro. Yeah, yeah, you talk about Philadelphia of all places, it, like you it said. Was one 
I think it was like 1.3 million people at the parade. At yeah, that parade, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. All we got was a, a horse that got punched, <laughs> and that was it. Bro. It was, it was a, it was a time, man. Like you said, to be from Philadelphia and to go away with minimum damage, minimum uh, activity, criminal or hurting someone, anything. It was just, it was just a happy time for everything. That was the first time I seen the city was at such a calm such a ease, such a just happy state and everything like that. So it definitely, it definitely was, uh, it definitely was fun, man. But like I said, everyone that's joined in right now, I get, I thank you guys for joining in. Make sure y'all like, comment, share, subscribe, follow all the pages, the YouTubes, everything, man. Stay up to date weekly. We pumping out these, these episodes for you guys, but we just going to move on, man. We're talking about the Super Bowl. Uh, who we played in that Super Bowl, you had Tom Brady. We all know we heard the news. Tom Brady uh, essentially is retired. I mean, obviously, officially, they haven't put in the uh, paperwork yet, the team or him, but he, that's, he read his little soliloquy on, um, on Instagram and everything that he put out there. So we have that. But this, the, this was a debate that came up, right? Uh, it's been, it, it came up before. But it really like caught fire again once the news of Tom Brady came out because now you actually can have the conversation about that because he's retired and now you just have to look back uh, at the past. So I got I got some videos here. I'm a play uh, just to set this this whole thing up. Uh, and those of you who listen on the podcast as well, obviously can't see. So I'm gonna describe. This is uh, Gilly Gilly from Philly um, on Instagram. He had a post. Uh, Charlamagne the guy was on a another uh podcast speaking about uh the greatest athlete of all time. And here goes Gilly's response when it comes to that. So we're gonna check it out right here. And you know, and I see uh my good friend Charlemagne did an interview talking about Tom Brady is the greatest athlete of all time over Michael Jordan. What fucking what type of crack cocaine they got out there in New York? Cause nigga, you tripping. Didn't Tom Brady lose three Super Bowls? Michael Jordan never lost in the finals. Matter of fact, Michael Jordan never even been to a game seven. You know why? Because you talk slick and I'm going to ass in six. He get niggas out of here. Michael Jordan was so good that he won three championships and then told them niggas, y'all can't guard me. This shit getting boring. I quit. I'm going to go play baseball because you niggas can't fuck with me. One played baseball for two years and then came back and won another three. So if he never left, he would have won eight championships in a row. Michael Jordan is 111 years old right now, still selling more sneaks than every nigga in the NBA. Right now, your kids never seen Michael Jordan play ever in life, but they want a pair of Jordans. Let me ask you a question. Did your fucking kids ever say, Dad, I want a pair of Tom Brady's? No. So stop the dumb shit, Charlemagne. Michael Jordan <laughs> is the greatest that ever fucking walked the planet Earth, and it ain't even close. Right. <laughs> y'all heard it y'all heard it there y'all just heard it that, that was that was gilly uh with his take uh Charlemagne, he he responded uh under the comments actually on, on instagram i'm gonna read that for you you guys that's on the podcast that's listening so Charlemagne, if you go check it out he responded to him uh he said uh factoring the degree of difficulty and violence in football the longevity and high level that Brady played at, the fact the playoffs and Super Bowls are one and done, and there is no best 
best of anything series to win. The fact that he went to 10 Super Bowls and won seven, seven of them when some players don't even get to play 10 seasons is Brady and the sneakers have nothing to do with this discussion. We're talking about what they did in their respective sports as players, not business endorsements. And then Gilly, uh, he goes on and replies, Charlamagne the God, laughing emoji, that's BS. Answer all, answer all I got, say it. Answer all, the answer all I got, he messed up. He has a little grammar uh, <laughs> error that goes on right there. But answer all I got to say is, um, basically saying that the song goes, I want to be like Mike, not be like Tom Brady. So that was his, that's his response, which I feel like was a little bit of a weak uh, uh, response when it, when it comes to that. But I tend to agree with, uh, with, with, um, um, Charlemagne the guy. There we go. I couldn't even think of my man's name just now. So I tend to I tend to agree with Charlemagne uh when it when it comes to that statement because when you look at the list that is put up there that that this whole conversation even uh started with essentially like that, you realize that it's a different conversation than what he uh speaking of so i'm gonna pull that up right now this is a post by a bleacher report it says greatest athlete of all time you got tom brady michael jordan mike um muhammad ali tiger woods serena williams you got ronaldo um you christian ronaldo you have simone Biles on there babe ruth usain boat you got messi on there uh so i look at this this picture right I know it says greatest athlete of, of all time. I think people are getting it mixed up as far as what what this particularly uh what this list is particularly talking about. I think the word athlete is wrong, essentially, because if we're just talking about straight athlete, that's we talking about athleticism, I feel like. So you look at the list, just the one person that just sticks out to me is Babe Ruth. <laughs> it's like out of all these people, he's literally the least athletic person on the, on, on on this list. Like literally, all they did was smoke cigars and drink beer and play baseball back then. So it's like, so it, it can't. I think the word athlete uh, gets people mixed up because, as you can see, even hearing uh, 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 Gilly talk, he's more. He talked about the winning the championships, but he talked extensively also about how good he is, how he dominated, jumped high, all that stuff like that. So that I feel like me personally, you can't just dismiss Tom Brady when it when it comes to this discussion, man, because it's like this type of list, they're talking about accomplishments, how they dominated their sport. And Charlamagne had a great point. Football is probably one of the hardest sports to win at and then win consistently. And when you literally see every year – Someone else can get into the playoffs. Someone else can make noise, stuff like that. And everything around you has to work, essentially. You depend on so many people for your team to be good, for your team to go back to Super Bowl. And the simple fact, he's been to 10 of them in football and won seven of them in football and probably one of the most uh, 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 prime positions in sports and, and as the quarterback Bro, like, he, that's an argument for Tom Brady because it can't be just, like, athlete because, obviously, Deion, LeBron James, where's LeBron? Like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, that's how I look. I mean, what do you, what do you guys think? What do you look at this this list and who do you go to? 
even if they're not even in this picture that you that you will put at the top top three or if your number one guy as far as the greatest athlete of all time as they will put it. How many rings? How many rings? Tom, uh, Tom Brady got seven. All right, so that put him past Jordan. If niggas want to talk about rings, that's that's what it is. You feel what I'm saying? Like with me, they always. Bring but then up that the means Bill Russell thing. would be better than all of them, though. Exactly, but if we talk about rings, you know how everybody be like, "Oh, well, MJ got more rings than LeBron, and then whatever, whatever." I think it's a combination. Rings when we talk about these places, these places, uh, these players. I think I it's know. I, no, I think it's a combination when it comes to it though because you 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 have to you have to count the the accolades right but I think also what goes into the factor of it is as well was the domination aspect of it to sit there and go into football and don't get me wrong Jordan dominated his era I get it Tiger Woods another one you got to put up there t- dominated uh, uh, that's the only reason why people watched. Golf. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She got twenty two. She got twenty two of them. Man. Who? Who's talking about? Twenty three. Oh, but that—that's why I wanted y'all to go first because it's gonna come back to me. That's who I put. She first of all, when I researched her, overall, we just accomplishments as far as how much she's won. She's won seventy three total titles. Like. Okay, I know we we got Wimbledon, we got the Australia Open. Those are like the Super Bowls of 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 uh, of, of tennis. But the simple fact you have you won seventy three tournaments, and and not only win them, you complete domination, which to the point they wanted you to stop grunting Play because she was pregnant. Pregnant, she they wanted you to stop. She wanted her to stop grunting because it looked it was looked as a uh like a, a scare tactic because she played with so much force she plays with so much passion serena williams if she's not in your top she's not in your and and i'll put her up with serena williams was you might can argue ronaldo and federer serena williams was a better as a woman better than a lot of the the men in there in in in, in on the uh tennis aspect of because that's how powerful she was. That's how skilled she was when it came to that she game. That's what I'm saying. But so, see, my thing is, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Say, say what you got to say. I, you know, I know. Um, we kind of, you know, obviously, from a cultural standpoint, we get caught up in splitting genders or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Serena is gonna be my top athlete out of anybody on this picture. That's 23, that. 23 titles. You play while you were pregnant. You revolutionized and you dominated tennis, both men and women. She's yep. better than any athlete, any tennis player that came through the men's side. Serena and Venus carried tennis for decades. Decades. Like, when I grew up, I played tennis. My dad let me play tennis, and he didn't let me watch anybody else but Serena and Venus because of their their because of their fundamentals, their details, like the evolution and how they grew. Like she carried Nike for tennis. Like mm-hmm. obviously, the men get more attention because it's just a marketing thing. But she's been dominant. Like, she's been consistent, longevity. I'm sorry, like, no disrespect to Tom Brady. He's the best quarterback to ever play. And right. it's an argument. It could be anything. Right. But then also, I'm going to take Muhammad Ali. If you look at the the, the – I mean, he's going to be my number two. If you take the, the threshold and the plethora of Muhammad Ali, Thriller in Manila, like, he yeah. revolutionized yeah. boxing. Like, yeah, everybody yeah. want to talk about Floyd Mayweather's better. No, he's not. Like, 
Ali <laughs> fought everybody in his in their prime, and I'm not gonna take anything from Floyd because he's a master marketer. But Ali fought everybody in his prime. He was escaping the government from going to the world war. He stood mm-hmm. up for his rights. Mm-hmm. He didn't go to jail. He would have won more titles. Like he was a holistic athlete. When you look at the definition of what an athlete is, an athlete is a person who is proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise. So I do agree with Aaron. Like we often we just take it straight to athleticism. Because you could Tom Brady did go to seven, he won seven, but you could say LeBron went to ten. Yeah. But he only won four. Four of them, yeah. Yeah. Football, yes, it takes a lot of things for your to go your way, but then also like I'm just not willing to say like if you're looking at the whole component, like and it's it's a close for me personally, it's Kareem, and then it's Muhammad Ali, but I just can't take Tom Brady like, and there's no bias like. I used to love Peyton Manning, like, to the core. Mm-hmm. And my friend was a diehard New England fan. He was like, bro, Tom Brady's better than Peyton. Peyton choked in the clutch. I'm like, bro, you're tripping. But then when I really looked at some of them games, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Peyton choked, bro. Peyton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, we, we know all too well with it, even when it comes to, like, Brian, when you talking about him and down Miami. But I, I totally agree. If, if Even if she's not even your number one, uh, she got to be in your top three. She has to be. I believe she has to be. Like you said, and then even someone like Tiger, who totally dominated uh, 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 golf. Like, totally dominated it. Like, I'm talking about yeah. people didn't even show up to the golf course because they knew Tiger was playing in that tournament that week. So they literally just yeah. conceded before they even teed off with the first uh, tee. So it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy uh, that... People put so much emphasis on. And don't get me wrong; he was great in his era. He's he was great all time. We understand it. Yeah. And again, I'm not necessarily picking Tom Brady. I was more so just speaking to the fact that the way Gilly yeah. was just speaking, like, is just cut and dry. <laughs> just because he won six, uh, uh, uh that, 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 well, you gotta understand these people were. Di- and then this is another reason why I put like people like Tiger and Serena high on that type of list. We talking about an individual right. sport. No, no one else, yeah, no one else can sit there and 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 do anything for you. It's you against that other person. And like you said, for you to be a single person and to dominate a one sport for ten plus years, that's unbelievable to me. And and not be on some up and down. I'm talking about. Remember, it was a portion where it's like every tournament Serena went into, she was leaving out there, John, with with a with a with a uh, with a win, man. So definitely, like this this conversation is definitely you can pick and choose and you can break it down, get the numbers and stuff like that. But I, I I'm a heavy believer in individual sports, even like Muhammad Ali. Like like you, it's just you and that guy in that ring. <laughs> no one knows, no one else can save you when it's you and that guy in that ring. It ain't no, oh, let me tag my man and he'll fight you for the next two rounds. Let me get my breath and then I come back <laughs> after that round like that. So it's like that's the type of stuff you gotta you gotta think about when it comes to that. And and I do believe they do gloss over the simple fact that she was a woman. But if you really watch Serena play, man, this woman played like she she was just amazing, people. And if you don't know, please look her up. YouTube, we have we have the internet access to all that. Please look that lady up and just see how how dominant she was in her area, man. What's up, Zig? Anything else? What, what y'all got, man? Yeah. 
Of course, of course. Yeah, that, that that's why I said what I said earlier. She's one, yeah, twenty three. The major Jones. Yeah. Yeah, that kind yeah. of chips. Yeah, those those and the chips, the green slam. Like, and I would put, damn, I would put, man, Ali might be second, and it's not because of his record. It's it's the fact of what was going on around his, Thank his you. generation. Yes. yes. What he had to deal with. Who he had to um, fight. Top, <laughs> who he had to fight. <laughs> and, and, and not just in the ring, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And not just in the ring. It's, it's so much that Ali did for our culture um, as a whole. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Um, but right. yeah. it, it, it's tight. Like, I went, I'm not discrediting anyone. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a Super Bowl is really crazy. It's very, very crazy. Like, you feel, them, you feel what I'm saying? And an uh, NBA championship to dominate how Jordan did is really crazy, but like shout out to my Detroit single... Pistons for getting them right. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, like the the individual sport, man. I, that holds merit. It, to Serena. it does. Yeah, I love Serena. She the only reason why I'll sit there and watch tennis. If it's not her playing, I'm not watching tennis. And it ain't even just um, just us because we black. That's that was the world. Like that yeah, was the man. world. Man. Like they gather around their TVs because Serena was just like Tiger. Because mm-hmm. Serena and Tiger was playing. Like that was the world. Right, and it's like she the reason why I watch Coco Golf, why I watch Nami Osaka. It, exactly, like, exactly, exactly. All exactly. legacies off of Serena. Exactly, she yeah, made it made it possible. She made it possible. Well, we're going to segue. We, uh, like I said, we was talking about Tom Brady. We was in the NFL. We was talking sports. And I thank everybody for tapping in uh, wherever you at, Twitter, YouTube, uh, uh, Instagram, wherever you at right now. I appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you all just like, share, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever you're doing. Just make sure you stay tapped in with us, Open Gym. Uh, we're gonna get. We're gonna move on. Like you said, we're in the NFL talking about Tom Brady. We're gonna move on. Uh, hit a touchy subject that everyone uh, should know about by now. Uh, head coach of the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins uh, named Brian Flores. Um, he was out here. He uh, he's suing the NFL, fellas. He's suing the NFL. He's suing the Broncos. He's suing the Giants. Uh, he feels like he was. Um, well, just to give everyone just some background, essentially, uh, the NFL created a a rule called the Rooney Rule, um, and the reason for that was to make owners make sure they 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 at least interview a minority a minority ca- uh, candidate, essentially like that. Uh, he feels like he got a, a he didn't get a fair share. Uh, he said even. Uh, John Elway and the Broncos they showed up they showed up drunk to his to his interview uh he got a text message from uh he was supposed to interview with the Giants later that week on a Thursday he got a text message from Bill Belichick who he used to work for um coach under in, with the Patriots text him saying hey man heard you got the job uh Heard you got the job, congratulations. And, you know, he's basically on some, like, wait, like, 
are you are you really sending this to me? Like, cause I don't even interview until Thursday, and Bill Belichick goes, "Oh damn, my bad, bro. <laughs> that's that's not uh, this is not for you. That was for Brian Dable, who is the pers- who is the coach of the New York Giants right now. Uh, Brian Dable is. Uh, so so he he he's suing NFL for discrimination. Um, for uh, uh, it feels like he was profiled and and just already just put a stigma on him because he was black and they really didn't give him a fair uh, shot at really uh, becoming a head coach for them. Uh, just putting some notes up there, like I said. That, um, another thing came out as well that he was he was exploiting the simple fact that the Dolphins owner Stephen Ross offered him. $100,000 to start losing games as well uh, while he was down there. So not only am I in an organization that want me, I'm doing well because all he did was win while he was down there. But at the same time, you want me to lose because you want to get quarterbacks and you drafted a quarterback that I don't necessarily like. Uh, with a text message for Bill Belichick, like I said before, the Giants already had their coach pick before he even came in the interview. It's a lot that, that went on. When it uh, when it comes to this this story, when it comes to Brian Flores, that I really just wanted to uh, talk to you guys about and really get your guys uh, thoughts on how you feel about it. Uh, was it really something that uh, is it something there? Essentially, does he have a case? Does he does he really uh, have something to fight for? Essentially, like that. So I, I mean, I'm gonna start with you, Zach. Let me know what you. What do you uh, feel? Uh, how do you feel about this particular situation? Is he right? Is he wrong? Uh, is he going to win? Do you think he really have a case? You know, things like that. Like, let me know how you feel. Um, there's a reason why the Dolphins haven't won a championship since 1973. <laughs> and there's a reason why they haven't been to the playoffs since 2016. Because of this dumb stuff that they do. Um, I feel bad for Coach Flores because he does have a point where there's smoke there's fire but unfortunately when you have 30 plus white majority owners or owners i mean the other two technically do fall into the caucasian but they're not but <laughs> they're gonna identify whatever but he has a point but they're gonna sweep it under the rug even yeah. if he delivers his message he pretty much if i'm not mistaken he had a tweet saying you know i've been gifted with the god's gifted me with the gift of being able to coach but right right He's not basically going to take a bribe off of that or whatever the case may be. So he has a point. Does he have a case? I'm not saying that he – I believe that he is 100% telling the truth. But when a majority of your ownership is Caucasian and then your um, commissioner is conservative and mm-hmm. has no spine and does whatever he wants mm-hmm. and is a doormat to all the owners, I don't see it going far. So I feel bad for Coach Flores because he's using his integrity – but when you have a system in place like the NFL, it, I mean, it no gets it, it get it, it, it gets tricky because, like you said, we talking about the the NFL here, essentially, like that. And we we know mm-hmm. how they we know how they operate, we know how they move. Uh, but but like you said, I would say this though. I know you said you don't know if you win or anything like that. I don't think now if you win so or not. That's, money, I'm sorry, but I'm, he's never gonna coach again. Oh, that 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 yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. When you do something like yeah. this, you go up against the big guys. That is definitely gonna be hard for him to uh, get a job. Again, I hope I'm wrong that he does coach. For sure, for sure, I don't for think sure. So. Without 
one single doubt I hope this man coaches again. Uh, but as far as winning or not, I don't think he would have took it this far if he didn't think he had a real case or real evidence that he can at least present and, and get things going. Whether he win or not, that's different. Because, you know, we talking about money. We talking about the NFL. You know, they got lawyers. <laughs> lawyers, lawyers when it comes right. to that. Uh, Zig, man, how, how do you feel about this uh, when it when it comes to this whole situation with Brian Flores? Uh, just just talk about it, man. Just just talk about it. Um, I appreciate, like, his his confidence. I appreciate his bravery of doing this because, like you, y'all said, he's never going to coach again. He's never going to coach again. Um, what I don't like is that the other black coaches are now coming out, like, such as a Hugh Jackson. Right, oh, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, this did happen. Like, where was this when it was going on? You feel what I'm saying? It takes somebody else. To, to step forward for you to step forward. Um, yeah. it, it, it's a crazy situation. Like, I pray he, he does coach again, but then again, it's just like... When you're fighting for something, that's 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 yeah, not the, that, the end all to be. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree with that. Like, I, I, agree. I want him to get his bread. I want him to get his justice. And at the same time, it's just like, I, I don't know, man. How, it, how do we fix it? Because how, how do we fix it? How we, do you? We can't. Okay. We can't fix uh, it. I think. We can't fix it, bro. That's how I'm I being feel. honest. Go ahead. I don't want to say we can't. I don't think we won't. I think we won't. Because the reality okay. is, black superstars sit out for a year. Pockets is hurt. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's, money it's, plays it's a part. Because some are worried. Yeah, some of the people are worried about their families, which is completely understandable. Everybody is not the best money when it comes to money management, financial longevity, how to pivot after you get out the NFL. And then they worry about their teammates who just made the team. And if, if you sit out, they're going to get cut. So it's tough, but the reality is if a Russell Wilson, I mean, Russell's not going to do it, but if a Russell <laughs> Wilson sits out, if a Lamar Jackson sits out, like if people in pivotal areas sit out, Owners will listen. That, that's a, you affect their money for sure. <laughs> yeah. You affect their money for sure. They 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 listen. They they ain't playing. That's why I say as well. Yeah. This particular situation is going to hurt them as well. Like you said, as far as with a job and everything, because now it is hurting their money because the day and time that we live in today. You know, mm-hmm. the cancer society and things of that nature like that, the NFL is going to take heed to it. I mean, look at John Elwell. John Elwell. John Elway. He came out basically saying he completely lied. He trying to kill my my uh, my character. I wasn't drunk. I, I was took a red eye essentially there, so I was just tired of getting off the plane, X, Y, and Z, stuff like that. Sure, so it's, it's, it's sure, definitely... Right, right. I, I, again... Something needs to happen. I'm not sure what can happen when it comes to uh, the NFL and getting this right because the simple fact that there's only one African-American uh, coach even coaching in the NFL right now is just is unbelievable. Um, you have so – Right, and, and you the have Reverend so Reverend Mike Tomlin. Then that's it. And I mean, the Roonies, they, they essentially – they 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 real about this. They literally had three coaches in, in their whole existence of the Steelers. Like, that's that's just what they do. But you have these candidates out here. Uh, I know Byron Leftwich, 
basically stepped down from taking the Jaguars job. That's how Doug Peterson got it. But still, the simple fact it took this long with him, Eric Bieniemy. we all know when it comes to him, Deuce Daly yeah. had to leave the Eagles to go to the Lions to try to switch it up, try to get a new situation, stuff like that. So it's Jim like Caldwell. Jim Caldwell. Like it's, the last winning record it, with the Lions. Exactly, and they fired him the year after. So it's like I, 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 it's unfair. And the only time you see a black, a black coach in 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 power, um, a black man in, in as a head coach is a situation like a David Cully in Houston, Texas, where it's like, all right, we stink, so we just need somebody to be here until we're ready to build back up and make moves and do different things like that. So it, it sucks. Uh, something needs to happen. I'm not sure how we can fix it because you can't force a company to <laughs> – you can't force a company essentially to do something that they don't want to do. Right. Essentially, like that, right. so you you can't do that. So it definitely is definitely heartbreaking, and I and I hope he win. I, I really do. I really I really do because like it's it's time out for just the same old uh, same old stuff when it, when it comes to that. Uh, so I, I I thank you guys for your thoughts when it comes to that. Um, so we're just gonna take a little break, just a little thirty second little break. Uh, we're gonna keep it moving. We have a great discussion right now, man. This is the open gym with your boy AB. Zig and just Zach out here. We'll be right back with you guys right after this. You try for play Cupid. You act like I'm stupid. You act up, you ruthless. So why would you do this? Yes, sir. It's your boy AB. We back at it again, man. We here. Uh, that was just a quick little break just to get ourselves together. We're going to keep moving on with the next subject of today, man. Uh, like I said, there's been a lot going on in the sports world. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's been a lot going on in the, in the sports world right now that is it's crazy. And then the topic that I'm going to... Uh, jump into right now. Uh, the topic that I'm going to jump into right now, it, it it's it's a trigger topic for me, uh, essentially, because of who is who who is who is from, and it's it's our it's our guy Ben Simmons. He he's back again. We're going to transition over to the to the NBA. Uh, recently, I was I want to say maybe a week ago. Uh, a week, a week and a half ago, uh, on TNT when it was a week ago on TNT, the Sixers uh, they played. It's slipping my mind right now. I believe it might have been the Lakers. I believe, or it might have been someone else. Either way, Sixers had a game on TNT. They was with the crew with Shaq, Kenny, Shaq, Kenny, and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, Ernie. I can Jesus, I'll be forgetting Ernie all the time. Ernie is the man. Ernie is the freaking man. But uh, Shaq and Kenny and Ernie on TNT, NBA TNT, and Shaq had some choice words. Shaq had some, uh, I'm sorry, y'all, they couldn't even hear me. I said a lot and no one could hear me. Okay, my apologies. Uh, so like I, I was saying, that was just a little short break. Uh, what I was talking about essentially like that was uh, Shaq on TNT, during the Sixers game, we talking about Ben Simmons. He, he just he went on a, 
he went on a moment where he basically laid into he laid into to Ben Simmons. Basically, let him know like, dude, you should be playing better than this, dude. Like, it, it should be a way. It, it should it should be way more that you're doing and more that you're uh, uh, displaying for the Sixers. And then also, why are you sitting now? Basically, just mentioning him shouldn't be sitting out. Basically, also letting them know, like, do be here for your guy, Joel and B, and stuff like that. Uh, so he said all that on TV, and then uh, it's crazy though. But Ben Simmons, <laughs> this was on the big podcast uh, with Shaq, and Ben Simmons actually DM'd Shaq about his comments on t- on NBA TV uh, TNT that day, and it was. It was crazy that he even did something like that. So I'm gonna dive into that a little bit more. I'm gonna show this video right here. Uh, you also listen to the podcast. This is Shaq on the big podcast talking about Ben, the one Simmons. Talking about Ben Simmons. So last week on Inside the NBA, Shaquille went viral for talking about Ben Simmons. Let me tell you why, why I'm pissed off. Magic paved the way for Mike. They wasn't making no money. Mike paved the way for me to get all that bread I was getting. I paved the way for Garnett. Ben Simmons messing the money up. Because first of all, they already think we're spoiled. They already think we don't deserve it. You're making $40 million, and the only reason why you're not playing is because your coach called you out. You're making us look bad. And I've been in this moment many times. They asked, they said, hey, you think you can win with Shaq in the fourth quarter? And all my coaches say he, he got to step up and knock him down. They all said that. I didn't go, man. I got I already I got, I got 38. I, I missed 12 free throws. Y'all, y'all trade me, get rid of me. He acting like a baby. So he kind of got in my DM and said some things, and I said some What'd he things say? back. What did he say? Um, I don't. I, I can't do that. He said some things. No, I, I can't do that. Last week. So wait, Ben Simmons DM'd you after he heard yes. what you said last week. Yeah. All I said is you're leaving your man out there. You need to play. That's all I said. Okay. And he said some things. I'm not going to elaborate what he said because that's not cool. He was mad. Mad at you. Yeah, he's probably mm-hmm. mad because I'm his LSU brother, and I am. Yes. I'm still his brother. Oh, is that what he said? We supposed to be LSU brothers? Man, we supposed to be brothers. You out here calling me trash. Michelle, I'm not going to tell you what he said, but I probably understand why he's mad. So here's what we know. We know Ben Simmons DM'd Shaq after seeing him on TV. We know Ben Simmons was mad. We know Shaq came back and said, you're leaving your brother out there. You need to play. So I can deduce in within that what Ben said to you was either "I'm not. it's not my fault and you don't know what you're talking about. Yes, exactly like that. So there you go. Y'all heard it. That was Shaq on the big podcast. My guy Spicy Adams on there as well. That was that was that was that's kind of dope. I, I didn't know they were doing a podcast together. That's that's kind of amazing. But uh, yeah, man, what would you take from that? Uh, Zach, we had some technical difficulties with Zig, so he had to uh, step on out. Maybe we can get him back up. Uh, if not, uh, we just gonna keep rocking out. My man Zach is here. We gonna finish this pot out. We gonna definitely have a good time. So yeah, Zach, man. Uh, it was a lot said in that. It was a lot that was mentioned in that. I get to what I what I thought. Uh, but uh, we, we, hearing those things and knowing what was what was uh, previously said by Shaq, and then hearing these things that he said was going on in his DMs, 
that uh been uh hit him up what, what do you think about that yeah um I think we hear. I think I hear Zig trying to hop back on the feed. I hear you, bro. <laughs> go, go ahead. If he, if he, I get him in there. If he can, uh, if we tap him in. But go ahead. All right, all right. I'm gonna go while we tap Zig back in. But um, I saw. I mean, I saw with Shaq. Like, I don't understand why. I mean, I get it. It can be frustrating. But it's like we talked about earlier. When Muhammad Ali was an athlete. He was dealing with real life and mm-hmm. trying to stay alive, trying to mm-hmm. stay out of jail, trying to go not go to Vietnam. And you mad because Doc Rivers was asked, "Can we win with you?" And he basically was like, "I don't know." <laughs> and what did you want? Like we like that's a raw emotion right after losing to the Hawks. Like what what, what do you want him to say? One of those games he scored less than nine points that I've seen here and there. But I'm on Shaq's side, like. Shaq ain't lie. He ain't tell no lie whatsoever. Ben Simmons, I'm not gonna say he's soft, but like he's being selfish, and you are making too. He said, "I'm gonna say it," <laughs> but <laughs> you're making too much. <laughs> like he need to play. And then to be honest, he's thinking his trade value. He's making the Sixers look bad. And there's been plenty of seasons with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. There was one season the year y'all lost. I mean, you couldn't control that. <sighs> but the year, can y'all hear me? Year, yeah, yeah. The year, the year, uh, go ahead, finish up, Zach. Yeah, the year when. Yeah, when Toronto won, that Philly could have easily won the championship that year. Without a doubt. And I thought that they, yeah, and I thought even, let's say Clay doesn't go down, let's say KD is hurt. Even with that lineup, I still thought that the Sixers had the best matchups for them defensively and offensively because wasn't nobody on the Golden State going to do anything with Joel Embiid. And Ben Simmons was aggressive. Wasn't nobody going to do nothing with him. Granted, you got a guard Clay and all that, but that's neither here nor there. But they wasn't even question. there. Remember, they got hurt. That was the same year that they uh they got they got hurt. So yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like if, even if they didn't get hurt, I still think y'all would have matched up well. But I agree with Shaq. Ben Simmons need to get over it. I can't wait till he gets traded because I'm tired of talking about him. And I'm just like he, bro. Come on, you scored two points in one game against the Hawks, bro. And you're mad because your coach said that he didn't know if he could win with you. I'm done. Zig, it's all you. I'm I mean, go ahead. Yeah, if you got something, go ahead, Zig. Oh, you need you need the video again? You need to hear what Shaq said? I don't know what this guy is doing. Um, I, you, you need to hear what Zach Shaq said, or you are you good? You need me to play no, that no, again? No, I'm good. All right, all right, go ahead. What you, what you got good. to say? Um, y'all know I fuck with Ben Simmons, man. I, 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 I'm a Ben Simmons supporter. I just don't support what he's doing now because it's, it's dragged out so long. Um, but as far as what Shaq said, I mean, I, I don't know how to explain it. I really feel like Ben Simmons is going to go to another team. And what we see in Ben Simmons um, as far as, like, the summer league and what's going on, like like him shooting and doing everything what the Sixers are accessing asking for so you say so you think he just gonna he just gonna he just gonna pop out and just start start snapping i mean start balling i i i don't know if i can even believe that though man but like like he said though Shaq is doing nothing wrong other than speaking the truth that we everything we always said he used to kill joel Embiid a lot he need to be in the post need to he need to dominate. He, he need to do this and do that. And what Joel Embiid did, I'm not saying it was because of Shaq and Charles, 
But Joel Embiid, listen, Joel Embiid know where he was uh, deficient at and what he needed to do to uh, to get better. He didn't sit there and say, oh, it was, it's everyone else. It's not me. It's everyone else. When everyone's saying he was out of shape, Whenever, when everyone was saying he can't stay healthy, when everyone was saying he needed to dominate in the post, he needed to stop shooting threes, yes, he still does, does those things, but he got better at them now. He went and said, you know what, I'm going to show you guys I can do this thing. I'm going to show you guys that I, but I, I am going to take heed to what y'all said. I am 7'2". I am 270 pounds, and I should dominate uh, in the post at times when I know I have mismatches and things of that nature like that. So for him to sit there DM that man because he upset because he went on national TV and did his job. That's one thing. <laughs> he did his job. job. It ain't like it ain't like he 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 was just some attack. Like they asked him to assess it and he and, and he talked about it. And then to try to this what got me in that in that interview. He sat there and said that Ben Simmons basically mentioned that how do you do this to your LSU brother. That's the thing that that t- that sent me through the roof, and this yeah, is that, why. That, that, that DM shit kind of kind of weak. I ain't, I ain't like LSU that. brother, you yeah. went there for one year. You didn't want to go to college, period. You, if you could have went, you didn't want to play in the NIT though. The, you didn't want to play in the NIT because you you didn't make the. He went to LSU to hide because he wanted to go straight to NF, NF, NBA, but he couldn't because of the rules of the because of the rules of college going in, going into the NBA. So you never so don't try to hit him with the oh my LSU brother uh we got to stick together type. No, you ain't no LSU. No, you was you barely played. And then when you got a chance to cement your legacy even though it might have been in the NIT, people still use that to get better, to play against better competitions, to win something. You sit there and tell your school, "No. Basically the NIT is beneath yeah. you. You got a documentary of your life." Going to college, not not going not going to the pros. You had a documentary out to about going to college, yo. Going to college, like that's let you know where his mindset and where his thinking uh, goes to. And 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 you say you don't want to call him soft. Yeah, you. I don't like to call athletes soft because they put their heart and soul. But this is a situation where you can say that, bro, because ain't no way, ain't no way, bro. He DM that man because he did his job. He DM'd yeah, him. You know he DM'd him. Come on. You know what I'm going to say, though? The real winners out of the situation is Joel and Because realistically, I forgot what comment it was. I think it was during training camp where he said, I'm not worried about my brothers who aren't. I'm not worried about the people who aren't. They're on here. The yes. Play. Yes. And yes. then, I ain't going to lie, there were some seasons where it took them some time to gel because of injuries. But Joel and B low-key wanted to be able to show that he could carry the team with yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah, that, 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 Would they coexist better together? Absolutely. But then yes. you also know who the real winner is? Rich Paul. Because it don't matter <laughs> yeah. if he's not playing or not, he's still getting that check. Getting that money. Getting that money. Well, he, first of all, Rich Paul already got paid. You know, you get that off the top. As soon as he signed his name with that dotted line for that contract, <laughs> that come off the top. That percentage is off the books already. So Rich Paul already got paid uh, when, it, when it comes to that. It's, it's just a weird situation, and when I read it, I just laughed, y'all, because it was just like, I can't believe this guy really uh, 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 DM'd this man for someone. Di- like, that is the most softest thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, like that's, 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 that's crazy like to me. That That is a new age 
NBA player. Now, he taking it to a whole nother level. Burner accounts and things of that nature, that's one thing. But to sit there and DM a man because you upset because he did his job and gave his honest opinion about what you should do. He didn't say, uh, he didn't come at your character or anything like that. He, he, he kept it strictly basketball, what you should be doing, and where, why you should be back right now helping this team go out and win, man. So that's that's. Well, let me ask y'all this, y'all. So y'all think that, uh, y'all think that Ben Simmons did, did, did what we see? What we see of Ben Simmons, right? Yeah. Uh, what is he like? Twenty five. Yeah, twenty five, twenty six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he around that age. Yeah. Do y'all think that's this? What we see is that. Do y'all think that's his ceiling? I don't think. I don't like think it's a ceiling. Now. I don't think it's a ceiling. We all can agree that his potential. Is 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 monstrous. Like he's a six nine, well he's seven foot, damn near now, a seven foot freaking point guard. Like the talent is there. Yeah. His biggest problem is mindset, and your mindset just yeah. doesn't switch. You can't the next yeah. day. It you, doesn't. You can't play in Philadelphia and have a lack of confidence and then no jump shot. Those two don't mix. It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, you can go to Sacramento or something. Sure, go ahead, go down there. <laughs> go, go try it out. Like you know what I mean, like. Okay, they, they not gonna care. Like so, so since we all like talk about the Sixers, what do you think? Well, see, to me, I think the biggest um, mistake the Sixers made was letting go Jimmy Butler. Yes, that that's of course right? that's agreed, and that was because of Ben Simmons again. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. Like, he, he kept going to college. Like, he didn't even want to play in the, in the NBA. He went to college. So, basically, what I'm asking is, where do y'all think the Sixers messed up and the biggest mistake was as far as the Sixers going forward with all of that? They, 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 in, a, in a sense, they traded Ben Simmons for Jimmy Butler. I'm, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of different factors. It's not just one thing, but if we just gonna talk about that one, let's just take it just the last five years because that what you're speaking about is within that span. Uh, initially, I liked the move for Jimmy Butler, not too much Tobias Harris because remember he came the same year as well. Um, he it went wrong when it just it spiraled after the after the Jimmy Butler thing essentially like that because at the time you still had. Um, uh, Brett Brown that was still here, uh, and they just actively just put Elton Brand. You just lost Calangelo, not lost, but fired Calangelo and things of that nature like that. So you brought you brought those guys in. I mean, you had those guys there, and you brought in Elton Brand. You had Brett Brown, who is a longtime friend of the family to Ben Simmons and his family and everything like that. So he wasn't going not when he ain't want he ain't want him not to go and then when Ben Simmons making such a fuss behind the scenes basically telling the organization is even me or Jimmy Butler that's what it came down to and at the time he's a 20 he's 20 23 uh well, I believe at the time I was saying 22 23 you don't give up on that so a young person like that with that much ceiling and talent if that was to bring to to the organization, I could see why they made that decision, especially during that time. Uh, and mm-hmm. then after that, like I said, just spiral because you ain't really have a GM really like that when it came to that. So you had to, going into the the draft, you draft Mikael Bridges, but then trade him away for an extra pick, and you get 
uh, Zaire Smith, who isn't even in NBA anymore. And it's just a lot of the list goes on and on and on and on, essentially, as far as what goes on. But that was the start of the the turmoil because that's when you really started to hear the different things about Ben Simmons, about his character, about how people, how he rubbed people the wrong way, the sense of entitlement, things of that nature like that. So that I feel like that's mm. the start of where we at right now was when the Jimmy Butler situation happened for sure. I agree with that. Well, since we since we that's a nice segue. Then we uh we gonna we gonna stay in basketball. We gonna we gonna shift over, huh? Yeah, no, that we gonna we could transition to that. Uh, we got the trade deadline coming up on February tenth, which is next week essentially, like that, less than a week away on Thursday. Uh, the trade deadline ends at three p.m. on uh, February tenth. Uh, it's a lot of different things, and just today, February 4th, is a lot of different things that came out throughout the week leading up to today. Uh, and you asked about will he get traded. I, I'm i more so a believer that he will get traded because of what's happening today. So just to run down a few things, I'm going to just uh, talk about, you know, you have Bill that's on the table now because he doesn't know if he wants to stay. You got the Nets. Uh, I mean, we just spoke about it. Ben Simmons. The next came out today that they've been talking to the Sixers. There's a potential trade going on. They'll be talking this week going into next week leading up to the trade deadline that you said what? John Collins. He didn't get traded. They, they're trying to, they, 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 that was one of the packages that was out there as well. When it, uh, when it came to that, he want money. Yeah. That doesn't fit me for the Sixers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't like John, John Collins and the Sixers. Man. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a lot going on, and like it, where the smoke, there's fire. Don't be surprised in the next couple yeah. of days leading up to the to the trade deadline that you hear something about Ben Simmons and James because, like I said, James Harden, he's unhappy, he's frustrated. He came mm-hmm. to Brooklyn, he wants to win. Dealing with the situation, Kyrie on a part-time basis. You're dealing with KD. He's injured <laughs> right now. Part-time. Uh, they don't have a lot of assets. <laughs> so it's, it's getting hot and heavy, man. Because now with the James Harden situation that's new now, and James Harden sitting here basically without saying it, basically saying, like, you know, I, I went out. And the simple fact that the Nets literally re- it was reported today by Shams, essentially like that, that the Nets are 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 – Agreeing and they're actually actively looking for trade uh, to trade James Harden now. It's, it's to that point now. So it's like it's not even a situation where you can strictly just say you probably won't be moved to the offseason. It's a very, if I had to put a percentage chance on a James Harden Ben Simmons trade, I'd give it a good, right now, just at the early stages, I'd give it a 35 to 40% chance for sure. At Right now, and that's how, that's how 
That's Rondo how much. That possibly, but I'm being generous because, like I where said, it's, it go, it's, where do y'all see him going or what being given up? Who's that, Ben? James Harden. No, uh, Ben Simmons, where do you see him going? Daryl Morey wants James Harden. That is his guy. Right? Yeah. I spoke to this with, so, with people before, like, even in, in Houston. Like, J- Daryl Morey was the first GM to literally, to, like, give James Harden everything. So he he has an allegiance with that guy. So I really believe it is is either Sixers or, or nothing at all, essentially, like that. Because so my question to you is who – who who's un, who is Travis? Uh, no, sorry. Who is Daryl Morey under? No one. What do you mean? Like he's his supervisor. He, he is the he over. he's the president <laughs> of the six. Yeah, the yeah, only yeah. person, yeah, yeah, yeah. the only person over him is Josh owner. Harris. Is Josh Harris who the is, owner. is the owner? Right, and the owner and is. What is his comments been on on getting rid of Ben Simmons? Like what? How does he? Like you know what I'm saying? If you really pay attention to his trajectory and how he feels. He, he inserts himself every here and there. He's not like a Jerry Jones by any chance, though. Not at all. But I I just don't see Daryl Morey does want James Harden, and there's a pledge of allegiance to him to a certain extent. But Sean Marks is also not an idiot. I'm telling you. I just feel like the whole – I feel like the whole Ben Simmons situation is so ran down, and it's so, like, it's – I it's, mean, but it, but that – but to the team – so it's to the point where, yo, like we either trade in Ben Simmons, right, or we're not getting nobody at all. Like we're just gonna no, I, stay exactly where we are. I get that. Let me rephrase the question. I guess I don't think a trade for James Harden and Ben Simmons straight up is fair. Well, it's not. I'm not it's not. Why it's not, not why straight not, up. Why yeah. Not? No, I know. I'm not, I didn't say y'all said that. I'm saying my question to you is, what else are y'all giving? It, and this is what I'm gonna say. This I'm gonna let you go, Zig. Let me just I'm gonna preface it because I'm gonna give y'all some information. Because literally today, right before this pod even started, it's so much that came out that I'm still reading different things and stuff right now as we speak. So just to lay out different things and maybe you can get a clearer picture of what's going on and why I no, I, think. No, I, I read the article too. I'm asking you personally. No, and, and that, yeah. So the reason why I think he's going to move and and the reason why. I, I, I know, I know, I got, I got you, bro. I got you. you, you I don't want a fallacy here. No, I got, <laughs> I got you. I promise you, you're going to understand. Cause, cause when I say this trade package, you're going to look at me crazy already. That, that's, that's why I want to give you the preference. Cause right now, initial, my initial trade packages right now is like a Ben Simmons, uh, Seth Curry pick, or Ben Simmons. Danny Green, some picks type situation, and if it's get, if it gets down to it, maybe a Ben Simmons, and the only young asset I'm ready, I'm I'm willing to give up is is a Stiebel and maybe some um, Danny Green well, with can, him as well. I can see that you had me I'll take out for Danny Green, but you had me other, you had me with the, the first. I'm, the reason why I say Danny I, Green because of the money. I, I ain't it's an it's a it's an expire it's a uh it's a. <laughs> A good contract is expiring contract. Things that like, so mm-hmm. teams like that because it gives them cap relief when you when you trade. That's why I say like a Danny Green is not because of talent. That's just more so of making the money match, making the trade work, right. and making right. it appealing to the other team to take them because Danny Green won't be there long, and the little fifteen million that he has is going to be off their books sooner than later. Which we all know the Nets need money because they don't have any picks. Or players essentially like that right now, and the reason why I even brought that up 
that we can possibly not even lose some of the young guys because even today, as soon as the James Harden uh, information came out about him, uh, not him, but the Nets and the Sixers actually in discussions on trying to build a framework around a Ben Simmons, James Harden trade, the people who was initially there in the beginning, like the Kings, like the Blazers, teams yeah. like that, now they're like, damn, oh, man, wait, they're about to get James Harden. Wait a minute. Uh, you literally, I literally, Shams reported this. I want to say five minutes after the James Harden tweet that he put out, the Kings talk about, oh, they're, they're ready to revisit uh, Ben Simmons mm-hmm. and Tobias trade now because that was the sticking point last time. We wanted to add Tobias to get him off the books, take that 180 right. off the books, give me some young players yeah, and picks. Down. Now they sitting there talking about, Oh, we'll take him now. Yeah, we'll, we'll take him now. Oh, now you want him because now you see that. And I feel like that 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 plays a part because the Nets can't – they don't have a lot. Like I said, no picks, uh, no players that they can really give up. So it's, it's minimal. So James Harden is like the, the key thing and maybe another player or something like that. So that's something that James Harden – I mean, uh, Daryl Morey can probably play around with because – He's like, listen, we need X, Y, and Z because the Kings just said they'll take Ben and Tobias off our hands and give us Halliburton, this person, that person, three first-round picks, X, Y, and Z. A lot of things we can get out of this. So they can go back to them and be like, hey, man, this is what we're going to give you for James Harden. Take it or leave it. I know it ain't that cut and dry, but I'm just saying that's something that – that's a scenario that can actually – uh, present itself because they can also go back and tell the Nets, listen, the Kings are literally ready to give us everybody. Buddy Hill, Halliburton, yeah. Bagley, three first-round picks. We give y'all the benefit of doubt. Give us James Harden and let's say Benbury, you know what I mean, just to get another wing defender in here or something like that. And we give you Ben Simmons and, and, and Danny Green in a first-rounder. You know what I'm saying? Something like that I can see happening uh, when, when it comes to this. But like I said, push come to shove. The only untouchables on the Sixer team is Joel, Hans, and B, and Tyrese Maxey for me. That's about it. So, anybody else, man? Yeah, I, saw Tyrese Ma- I saw Tyrese Maxey's name in a couple articles with the trade, too, though. Yeah, yeah but right after, literally yesterday, uh, I, I wish I still had it because I would even play it for you right now. Literally yesterday, uh, it was reported on WIP. Uh, I actually tweeted it and uh, put it on Instagram. If y'all follow me at, at what you see it on the screen, only one AB underscore underscore. Uh, on WIP Sports Radio in Philadelphia, John John Coll- I'm not John Collins. John Calipari, the head coach of Kentucky Wildcats, was interviewing on this show. He's close friends with Doc Rivers, and obviously Tyrese Max used to play for Kentucky. And literally straight out of his mouth, word for word, y'all can go check it out. He said, he asked Doc straight up, tell me this isn't true. Tell me these trade packages with Tyrese Maxey's and Ben Simmons isn't true. And he said, Doc Rivers flat out told him, you have nothing to worry about. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going yeah, nowhere. And again, yeah, that, might be, that might be some play because that's, a, that's his coach, his old coach. It might be even a situation where the Sixers told him to go say that just to get the other teams to think that he's not movable and make them up with up their their uh their trades when it comes to that. But still, for him to be comfortable enough to say that, and you don't hear no reports from the Sixers denying it, 
Doc Rivers never came out after that saying anything that he never told him that or anything like that. Because usually when someone says something on the behalf of someone else, you're gonna you're gonna get that 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 text message. You're gonna get that 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 statement. You're gonna get that retraction from them. So it's it's a lot that going through. This is definitely a situation where there's smoke is as fire. And at this point, if you connect the dots, it's not even just smoke anymore, man. It's just I see a little flame over there. I smell the wood burning, Jig. I, I, I smell the smoke <laughs> around the corner, I my brother. Like, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, I imagine James and Maxie together. You know what I'm saying? Like that. You got now Maxie can go to the two guard, even though he can play a uh, point as well. They can alternate that situation and stuff like that. I mean, so the trade deadline is definitely going to be. I mean, I, I forgot to even mention it was actually a trade today. <laughs> it actually wasn't even. It was actually a trade today, which is crazy. The and I wanted to get a quick thoughts on this because I know the time is well spent. I appreciate you guys for joining in, uh, chatting with us on the Open Gym Podcast, uh, and on our YouTube and our social media channels. Uh, just quick, I mean, let me know uh, what you think about it. What do you think the Blazers are doing with this move? But the Blazers, they went on and traded Norman Powell, who they just traded for last year, and signed uh, after last year, and Robert Covington for a trade with the main piece of it being uh, Eric Bledsoe uh, in, from the Clippers. Um, and there's a young player in uh, De- uh, Kenyon, Kenyon, I can't even think of that man, but the first name is Kenyon and, and also Justice Winslow. So Justice Winslow, the young man, Kenyon, a second-round pick, Eric Bledsoe for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Another thing, like and you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you feel what I'm saying, like bro, you you done proved everything. Nobody questioning your heart, nobody questioning your play, nobody questioning your legacy. Go get your ring, like you feel what I'm saying. But he got go to the east, like that's the easiest way to yeah me go get your thing. But um, I feel as though for the Blazers, I think this is a smart move. Um, and just going forward. I think I'm on record. If I'm not on record, I'm going to go on record right now and saying this is the best way to go because I always said this, this, this blow up the team is not working. I agree. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I agree that Dame is one of the best players in the league, but it's just not working. It's just time. Exactly. Um, yeah. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's time to blow it up. Um, we'll know if they're really trying to blow it up once we see right. uh, if they can if they're trying to trade right. Nurkic or and then if CJ McCollum goes. But it leaves Chauncey Billups out to dry again. Another but black coach. Another but I think one. they are starting the process. I, I, yeah. I, y'all, it, it, that's literally the instant reaction that I got when I seen that trade because the best player in that whole trade. Is Norman Powell. 
Norman Powell's only mm-hmm. 27 years old, 28 years old. He baller. He a baller. He, 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 he's 6'2", 3 6'3", 3-and-D, D, long arms. And you just gave this man away for Eric Bledsoe on an expiring contract. Mm-hmm. Justice Winslow, who was on 10-day contracts, another expiring contract. And then a rookie. And then a second-round pick. This ain't football where you can find talent in the second round. <laughs> after the first 10 picks in right. basketball, it's a it's a crapshoot after that, essentially, like that, if you find anything great after the first 10 picks. So you didn't even get a first-round pick out of that deal from the Clippers. So the Clippers, first of all, won that trade. Let's start there. They won that easy yeah, because yeah, – sure. and I like that they did that because they're – that's – that's not a now move. That's a future move because they are who they are right now because they're going to miss – nine times out of ten, they're going to miss Kawhi and PG for the rest of the year. But for them to come back and then now you have a wing 3 and D guy like a Norman Powell playing alongside uh, 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 Kawhi, PG, Marcus Smart, Reggie Bullock, you know what I mean? And then you got Baca there. So they're, 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 they're actually setting themselves up and you got Ty Lue out there who's been doing a hell of a job with them. They're setting themselves up for a good future. Uh, the Blazers, literally, like I said, that was the first thing I thought of. They definitely got to be about to blow it up. They definitely got to be about to blow it up. But you hit the nail on the head, Zach, and you said something that was very uh, important in all this. And this was, we have to see what they do because it has to be, it, there is going to be a corresponding uh, move after this, this trade that they did today. What they do after this will let you know if they're totally blowing it up or if it's just more of a rebuilding thing. And this is why I say that. But they can go two different ways. We know that the youngin Alfarino Simmons, Alfarin Simmons, and and uh, the, the Blazers, he's been he been hooping, he's been hooping. So that gives the Blazers a a excuse, I should say, because obviously he's not better than CJ right now. Even though CJ is over thirty, so he's, he's about the cheaper to, route, it, cheaper, younger, and he's very talented. So that gives them an excuse to sit there and say, you know what, we can move CJ. So if they move CJ for a subsequent move, bringing in somebody substantial, then we know it's more of a rebuild. But if they trade CJ for, like, picks and things of that nature, and you said it also as well, is that if Nurkic leaves, who's they're trying to play, even, even, who's they're trying to trade as well, but no one wants him because he stayed hurt and he make a lot of money, uh, it's all about what they do after this trade that they made today. It will let you know exactly what they're trying to do. But I do agree, Zig. Literally, as soon as I seen this trade, I said, Oh yeah, the Blazers they done. <laughs> the Blazers yeah. they done. They 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 chalked this whole season. They chalked the next five years. They they are done with all these these boys. Cause and like wow. you even the report with I'm sorry not to cut just real quick then you will go even you mentioned it the report that came out with Dane talk about all right well if I do get traded just keep me on the West. So he he even understands that it's a possibility this whole Blazers team is going to be totally different next year. Go ahead. Um, no, I was just going to say, isn't, I know Dame is getting surgery, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he's getting it done. Yep, yep. So he's pretty much out for the year. For the most yep. part, yeah. He ain't coming back no time um, soon. He um, getting the DJ drum, remember? Honestly, the abdomen. It's, yeah, it's just a win-win situation, man. I, I, like, I don't think this is one of them situations where it's just like, oh, you know, we're getting rid of Dame, like, we're just better. You know, you know how, like, when you get rid of your superstars and it's like a big thing? Right. Just, I think one of these situations is going to be like, you know, you served your time here. We appreciate you, but it's time to move forward. Right. Like it's, right. 
James stayed there so damn long. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They literally got rid of their whole starting four before they got rid of Dame. I just think it's time. Like, I mean, it's just not working. Like, it's not a bad thing. I just think it's time. Like, I, 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 I want Dame to go somewhere where he can at least compete. Um, but and also for the Blazers, it's just time to start looking forward to the future, mm-hmm, how you can mm-hmm. build, and because it just didn't work mm-hmm. as much like and as much as uh, game winning shots that Dame hit over the years mm-hmm. and things like that, it's just it didn't work. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't view it as like a bad thing. This is just one of those things. It's just like we know I love you. Um, you served your time, and let's just move forward. Like I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Argue forward, so you know, like the. I don't remember the Blazers ever being good. <laughs> no, I agree. Like I said, it's it's it definitely a tricky situation. But like I said, it's all about the the moves uh, that's going to come uh, after this uh, for sure. And it's definitely, mm-hmm. like I said, it's definitely a. And it also possibly could be a desperation move as well to try to keep Dame. That's why I say, let's see who, what they do after this because there's definitely going to be moves uh, to come let after. Me, let me ask you this. Do you think they will keep Dame? The Blazers? I yeah. Think, I think they will try everything that they can to, to keep them. Yes. The last eight years. It's a small market. They, the, they don't uh, never want to lose their superstars, ever. Right. And they went to the conference and, like, I mean, it's not going to happen again, but they went to the conference two, three years ago, conference the finals, so, I mean, conference finals. They're going to do whatever they can, but they don't have a chip in New York. Yeah. I, I mean, that's Ooh. if you go, but, like, Ooh, uh, Randall? <laughs> I'm about to, Randall, literally about to say that. Randall unfollowed the Knicks on, unfollowed the Knicks on all social media. He he not if real happy there. If you boot him, if you boot him, I would unfollow him, too. They trying to find where he at. They won Fox. The Knicks do. Yeah, like Fox. Fox is gonna be a huge acquisition somewhere. I don't know where he's gonna go, but Fox is gonna be. A huge I agree with that. That's good. I like yeah, that. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. I feel like well, he's gonna be moved to too. I'll be a great pick for y'all. And I ain't the biggest Sixers fan, but I support the Sixers, and I always say that. But I feel as though if they can get Darian Fox, bro, it'll be a wrap. It's definitely. What's your vaccination rule in there? Y'all might get Kyrie. Kyrie gonna be on the block too. Nah, Philly. Like, yeah, like Philly. Philly, Philly the Kyrie. same way. Philly the same yeah, way. I'm cool. We got a mandate as well. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Cool. But like I said, it's, it's gonna be a lot. And well, we talked about a few things. We it's a lot more that we definitely can get into uh, when it comes to that. Uh, I just want to go over these All Star reserves that we got going on real fast, just to hit that real fast. Uh, and we can uh, start moving along with this thing. Uh, we're going to start with the East. I'm going to give you the, the list of names that's up there. Let me know how you like it. Um, if anybody got snubbed that you I'm think or anything like that. I'm going to start before you even name anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we're going to do this open gym. You know I mean? That's how I'm going to start off before we even name anybody. My man, LaMelo La- La- Ball, got fucking snubbed. Yeah, and I yeah. don't care what nobody says. So, I understand Jimmy Butler. I don't understand Garland. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I do. That boy been I, down I, there. I, I do. I, I 
it's, it's two reasons. It's two reasons. It's two reasons with Garland. He hooping, and it's in Cleveland. So it's like you you gotta have a representation of a a play. You don't have to, but it's easy to put him in because of the fact that he's been he's been playing excellent uh, this year. Essentially, especially when um the youngin went out. Uh, 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 the the point guard. I can think his name right now, but yeah. no more your audio went a little oh there you go You would take James Harden off of Mello? Uh, I, I mean, I, listen, that's your th- that's your thing. I, I ain't disagreeing with it. I mean, you you have an argument. James Harden came on a little late uh, with his uh, with his good play. So, but you, you, uh, you're probably right. Essentially, uh, overall though, because but, but we know how this game is. It's all about the. It's all about the, uh, uh, the 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 star names essentially like that and stuff like that. Uh, what about you, Zach? How you how you like everything? And is it good for you or snubbed or what? What? I mean, for everyone, and for everyone, and for everyone that's on the uh, listening to the podcast, if you don't know, the Eastern All Star Reserves were um, released today as well. Uh, you have Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Fred Van Fleet. All right, so I mean, I I I, I can see the Lamelo Ball um, aspect that you guys are speaking about. I won't necessarily disagree. Who I would take off, 
probably a couple people. Like I said, you could you could do a Darius Garland. Uh, you can do a James Harden. Jimmy been snapping. Zach snap. Yeah. Chris Chris Middleton is possibly somewhere that can move too because he missed a lot of time early on as well though. But sure. Jason Tatum wasn't yeah. the best early on, but he's been he's been playing great now as well. Uh, so definitely definitely uh some good names here though. So I'm not mad at it though. And then you still might get Lamelo Ball because we all know. With the East, uh, Kevin Durant is the is the captain. And he's injured, so uh, they gotta replace that number. So you might get a Lamelo Ball uh, being replaced in there when it when it comes to that. So you definitely got that. All right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna keep on moving. We're gonna move over to the uh, the West side. Um, pull that up. So the West side, we have uh, uh, NBA Western All Star reserves. We have Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, Rudy Gobert. Draymond Green, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Carl Anthony Towns. Big cat Carl. in the in the building. You hear me? What do you, what do you guys think of that? Uh, how you like it? And just quickly, if, if anybody else you would just put in, in the place of someone else. I'm good with the West. Yeah, I'm good with the West. Uh, I think I think these are the players. Uh, last week we were talking about the players that should have been starting. I think these are all the players that we were talking about. Um, Devin Booker and Luca, especially. Um, because those are the two players that I think uh, me and Zach were talking about of uh, subbing in uh, with the starters. Mm. I'm gonna go with the West. I, I have zero problem with the West. Uh, just looking at it, me myself. I, I, first, I'm just surprised at how many bigs is on there. They already had Jokers. Then you add in Rudy Gobert and Draymond Green and Carl Anthony Towns. It's like, good lord, like, <laughs> like that's that's a lot of that's a lot of big men on there. We, I mean, we all know Draymond's not gonna play because he's uh he's injured right yeah. now as well. So they're gonna I will say, what's up? One reserve. I don't think it's gonna happen because Adam Silver gets to pick the reserves and not the stage. That's true. That's correct. Anthony Edwards is, is, is they gonna there, we go. Go. there we 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 go. That literally that's where I was about to head to. It was two people that I had in my mind. He's more of the slam dunk. People are probably not gonna like my second one because they don't know much about him. But also, uh Desante Murray down in uh San Antonio. He's been an absolute stud out there. So he's definitely he, he, I know people won't like that or agree with it. He's in San Antonio and they're not winning and stuff. And I know winning matters at time as well. But, but he's he's that was he's yeah. <laughs> Just you if you West, don't know, go you go see. West, we back on the East. Huh? Oh shoot, my bad. <laughs> my bad. People. And then he, he's two. Isn't he like two years removed from a torn ACL? Who's that, Dejounte? Like, yeah, he's like. Two I think years so. He tore his ACL. yes. Yep. 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 Yep, sir. No, he hoops. Yep, I, I, I yeah, I he hoops. Sure hoops. He hoops. That's, that, that's, those are my two guys. You hit the head on that. Without a doubt. But I feel like the uh, Ant might make it in, though. Ant-Man might make it with the whole situation with Draymond. I mean, they got 17 bigs anyway, so they can use another wing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they, they can use another wing for sure, though. So they they not missing uh, anything whatsoever, though. Uh, so that I mean I, I like that I like those takes I I, I kind of agree with uh, most of uh, everything. I, I, I'm from the 
Get heard of. Who's that? You about to blame LeBron? You about to blame LeBron? You about to blame LeBron for everything. Everything. <laughs> he was the last star to not do it. I ain't got to do it right. Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Dr. J, everybody, bro, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and and like you said, not only if it was it, not only that it was just the dunks, it was the simple fact that it was the dunks, but it was by the the players that we want to see in it. Like you said, yeah, all the guys. all the great yeah, exactly, all the great uh basketball players that we had uh, uh in that time that was in there hooping. So it's definitely something to look at. Um, I mean, I appreciate you guys stepping in, everyone being here with us today. That's that's going to conclude what we uh, talked about today. There's a lot going on. Um, oh, we ain't talking about no football. Yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna say that we I might we might do a special right before the yeah. Super Bowl. It's the Pro Bowl this week. Nobody worry about the goddamn Pro Bowl, man. <laughs> nobody cared about the Pro Bowl for the last ten years. Like nobody give a damn about the Pro Bowl, man. Get the niggas out. Get them out of here. <laughs> In the Pro Bowl. And that was because they actually let them play. Remember, they stopped letting them play now. Now they, it's all like, oh, don't touch them. They don't want to get hurt because now that's affecting the next season, X, Y, and Z. That's why. Yeah, the, that's that's why. Yeah. Because remember, they used to hit in the Pro Bowl. That was another football game, so you look forward to it. Huh? Yeah, it was. It was. They did it. It was like dodgeball, racing, stuff like that. That does yeah, they still do the, the quarterback throwing, drawing, and everything like that. Yeah, they do all that stuff. It's just it's just real commercial and cheesy nowadays where it's like it's not necessarily like about football. Because remember, we used to get hype over the bench press, <laughs> uh, the 40s, all that stuff. Yeah, they, they don't do none of that no more, bro. They don't be doing none of that stuff. The stuff that, that made it made it the Pro Bowl essentially like that, man. So, yeah. So, that's that too. Yeah, yeah. You know, after the Super Bowl, you like, listen, I want to watch some more football. Now yeah. it's just like, oh, it's before the pro- it's before the Super Bowl. We don't care. They try to do it like like the the All Star game, but it doesn't work like that. Cause all they did was just add a, because obviously they started doing all these things and all these rules in it. Sean so Taylor was laying niggas out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, so he laid. You know, ever since he laid that punter out, Pro ain't did the same. <laughs> That's why they say, yeah, we got to stop this. But they started losing views. Nobody's watching it after the Super Bowl. So they was like, let's put it in front of the Super Bowl because we we going to watch it. But it is what it is. We're going to get into that football next week for sure. Uh, like I said, it's Super Bowl time next week. So Cincinnati versus the 
Wait. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trade deadline on Thursday. I want to uh, talk on that as well. Uh, so just everyone that don't uh, that don't know, uh, next well, you should know now if you listen to this pile all this time. Next week, uh, February tenth, uh, trade deadline, three p.m. Once three p.m. hit, no more trades can happen in the NBA. So it's going to be a great time, and I want you guys to be with me for three hours on that day, one to four o'clock. We're going to touch it. You see it on the screen right there, the NBA Trade Deadline Show presented by the Open Gym Podcast, February 10th, 1 to 4. NBA analysis, trade breakdown, special guests. I got some guys uh, from other podcasts, Sean Bernard from the Pick Swap Podcast. I have um, uh, my man Justin. He works for uh, 76 on Board, which is a website as well. Um, and much more, many more guests as well that's going to be popping and giving their analysis. And as the news break, we're going to break it to y'all. Every trade that goes down the uh, pipe, pause. Every trade that goes down, <laughs> we're going to sit there and break it down, talk about it, and hopefully we get some good ones. Hopefully some CJB move, maybe Bill, maybe James Harden. I mean, you never know. We're looking to have a good time, so make sure you guys be with us. It's going to be streaming on every platform is going to be on um instagram i mean yeah instagram is going to be on facebook it's going to be on twitter and it's going to be on youtube and all of them at the open gym yeah, let me, podcast let me too before we go out too what's up i want to give you your flowers bro um you always give everybody their flowers bro. I, I, I appreciate you having me on the show yes yeah, you're doing your fucking thing man like i appreciate it I appreciate it, man. I, I really do, man. I, I really do. I really do. I mean, work hard, man. I and I appreciate you guys for sitting there to work with me through all this. But go ahead. He's been wanting to say that for the long. <laughs> Love, but I, I do appreciate it, though, for sure. I, I really do, man. I, I'm just trying to, you know, take something and, and move with it and, and really just make something out of it and uh, just give give people what they want, essentially, like that. Just talking sports, bring it in a way where they is entertaining, fun, and just having a good time, spending time with us and, and talking about it. Um like I said, next week, be with us. We're going to be talking about it. Trade time. Also, if you didn't know as well, you can take the Open Gym Podcast on the road with you now as well, man. Uh, we streaming live. On, not live, but now we uh, podcasting everywhere on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can get it on there. So if you missed the live streams, if you missed the – if you missed – Everything that we do, man, just just you can take us with us. You can always push it on rewind and, and tap in and have fun with us, though, man. So 
that's all I got for you guys this week, man. Again, it's your boy, AB, your neighborhood sports guy, man. We got my guy, Zig, the artist, here as well. And you already know my man, Zach, man. I love y'all guys. We can't wait to do this again and again and again and again and just make make memories, make 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 everything. <laughs> whatever whatever needs to be done, man, we just going to take this to the top, man. I appreciate you guys. So until we meet again next time, it's your boy, AB, and this is The Open Gym, and I'm going to holler at you guys. Peace. Yes, sir.